0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. When it comes to simple fixes and easy weekend projects, there are many directions you can go to get into that DIY spirit. Everything from the front door refresh. I saw one of those this weekend. Somebody went uh just a really gorgeous red. Mm-hmm. and it's just it's amazing i saw one this weekend it's, it, it's they did it glossy so it almost shines anyway going to keep going if you've got a, uh, a like a water spot on your ceiling something like that you better find that leak before it turns serious what we're talking about are some of these minor problems that grow and uh also we've got a neat little segment coming up where we're going to switch out your electrical outlet so that you have usb power also on that outlet, which is very cool. You can join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Remember, you have two contractors in today that are doing this on the house just for you. If you've got a contracting question or a DIY question, give us a call. So how are you fellas doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great. Feeling wonderful. Yeah. Oh, good. Besides those squirrels in the attic. Yeah. Squirrels in the attic. Oh, yeah, I yeah.
1: Squirrels in the attic. Man. Are you they're serious? they wires
0: and everything. Oh, they're just eating wires. See, my dad had a raccoon one time in his attic, mm-hmm. and they're much louder. Oh, yeah. They're heavier. Oh, <laughs> but a raccoon is covered of squirrels not.
2: Oh, really? No. Yes, sir.
1: I need to change them out. That's right.
2: Right. <laughs> if you're going to have something in your attic, you want a raccoon. Right. Rather than a squirrel it's not yes. covered. So okay. A squirrel is uh, considered a rodent and uh, is not covered under most wow.
0: homeowner policies. Never knew that before. Oh, man. man. Okay. All right. Well, that changes things. Uh, So what are you fellas working on? It it just started. It it got cold about 20 minutes ago. Uh, (laughs) It was warm this morning. And uh, if you're not in the part of the state yet where the rain has made it, there's a little cool on the other side of that rain. It sure is. But it will get there. Uh, So what did you guys work on this week?
1: Well, me, I got a house with plumbing, uh, installing uh, new uh, water lines all throughout, uh, hot and cold. And I got some floor repairs. Um, we got to fix a hole in the floor. Oh, how was the hole in the floor made? Like a burn or? Well, it, it's, over the years, there was some water damage from a roof leak and oh, they okay. made the floors uh, hump back. Yeah. So we got to take those out and so, mess it back up.
0: So when you do that, do you try to you, you, you cut out a portion and then you try to match the wood? Is that yeah, what you saying
1: Actually, I was—I saw some today on side of the uh, road. I stopped and saw some. And it like you know, <laughs> it it's might work. the same. Yeah, yeah, about the same size. So, um, well, I know that size sounds- to match, but the,
0: finding those tools. Right, and and certain um, sizes really challenging. Well, you know that may sound ridiculous, but the funny thing is, finding something on the side of the road may not be <laughs> terrible when you're trying to match 1970s hardwood. You yeah, know, that's I mean, right. you have no idea what it was, you know, what they put down then. And um, you know, if you go to take the 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 surface off of it and you go back and reapply a new stain of sorts, mm-hmm. if you're not using the same wood. It'll stain completely different, possibly. Something installed in 1971, it's in the first
1: time it's gotten wet. That's true. That's true. So, okay. We got our our
0: work cut out. Right. (laughs) Got to make that blemish free look. Right. Well, the number calls 877 MPB Ring. We've got uh, Scott on the line right now coming out of, uh, where is that, Madison? What's going on, Scott? Hang on just a second. Here we go. Uh, Scott, what's going on?
3: Hi there. How you all doing?
0: Good. What are you working on this morning?
3: Well, I noticed uh, that I have a, a wet spot in my uh, ceiling, and I went up in the attic, and uh, it's uh, a vent
4: yeah. that uh,
3: is for the furnace, I guess, that connects through the ceiling, through the roof. Mm-hmm. And it looks like just a little bit of water is leaking through there. And I went uh, and looked. There's a number of different products you can use to seal that sort of thing. I just didn't know if you guys had any advice on uh, the best
0: one to use to seal that sort of leak, uh, gentlemen. So the leak is starting at the roof point. At the, at it looks the,
2: like
3: it's. It looks like it's that uh, that the pipe you know has like a different components as it turns. It's sure, one yeah, of the, yeah it's a metal pipe
2: at, oh. the, at the vent yeah. stack. Mm-hmm.
1: We get that all the time. A lot of time it's just that little rain collar. Uh, the seal is broken. Sometimes they <clears throat> make the mistake of using um, painters' caulk huh. Not a good thing. Really? And and the silicone, is not um I mean it's not gonna last. basically what we use is a geo seal or um you know, a product like that, a firestone product, something that's gonna last a long time. And okay. you can seal it, and you won't have no problem.
2: Okay. You, you know the thing <clears throat> excuse me, the thing about roofs, um Get up there. Your roof well, yeah. <laughs> your your roof boots are typically good for five years. That's it. Your shingles are good for 25 years, depending on what grade. Your uh, power attic vent is good for five years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because you think you have a 25-year roof, you really don't. There are components...
0: That never that occurred roof. to me, Jeff. That's right. There's components to that roof that are going to wear out before that shingle. Because, like when when you first put a roof on, I know I've done this. You That's put right. a roof on, you're like, great. I don't have to think about that I don't again even, ever. I never
2: right. have to think about <laughs> it. I'm so a house, blah, blah. Uh-huh.
4: And
0: then in five years,
2: the the the, the roof boots leaking mm-hmm. um, because it's a it's got a five year lifespan.
0: So so let's say I I lived in a place that uh, had a lot of trees and was especially moist. Oh, it might be. Uh, might be a problem with that sort of thing. So, wh- what do I do? Do I get up on the roof and inspect? What do I, what do, I do there?
2: Well, um, yes. Now, am I am I recommending homeowners go get on their roof? Absolutely no, not. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm recommending you call someone. Uh-huh. Uh, a very dear friend of mine fell off of his roof, and mm-hmm. and I, I think about it on a regular basis. It, it's a, let me tell you the The hundred dollars that you're going to pay somebody to get up there is well worth the money. Plus, that yes. guy, has got insurance, most likely. Well, so. unless you do it every day, stay off the roof. Right. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's yeah. great and advice. That's all you need them about once a year to come out and inspect. And, and yeah, I,
2: you know, it's it's just like you you wouldn't inspect your your heat and air system. So and, so what so what makes you think that you're qualified to inspect your roof? Right. That's true. Okay you, you're
1: not qualified yeah. for that. Okay. And whoever puts your roof on, you should have that uh, lifetime with them, you know, to keep the maintenance up. It's sure. Not a fly by night yeah. roofer.
0: At least they might know, yeah. Uh, before I go on to Mark and Oxford, I had to ask it real quick. Jeff, you mentioned a way to tell if your home has the proper fall for moving water away from the home one yes. time. And uh, I got an email from a gentleman who he said, Hey, I got the place the ten foot two by four from the house <laughs> out into the yard. What do you do at the six inch block? Okay, you nail that well, you nail
2: that on the narrow edge of the two by four. Uh huh. So now you're two by six, which is about a five and a half, right. but that's okay. We're we're uh-huh. we're not splitting hairs here. So now, lay your level on top of the 2x4, the 2x4 is standing mm-hmm. up, lay your level on top of it. If that level is level, you have 6 inches of fall 10 feet out from your house, which is ideal.
0: Okay, and that's we were talking about that in reference to uh, moving water away from your house. Water is probably the worst thing for your house. So yes, it is moving water away from your house, and that's a, kind of a, a rule of thumb, or is that a? Yeah, well, you know, every
2: new house we build, we put what's called a
0: bonded builder
2: insurance policy on it, mm-hmm. which covers your foundation, um, and
0: that is their requirement. Oh, that's their specs. That, that to do is their in order, spec in, in order, order to, to insure, insure it. it. Cool. Okay. So, that's great information. So All instead right. of trying to
2: get out there with a water level or, an, or a surveying instrument, uh-huh. this is a nice, just
0: down and dirty 10-foot right. 2x4 with a block on the end of it. Wow, and you can get that 2x4 for under 4 bucks. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk to Mark in Oxford. What's going on, Mark?
5: I'm up, up in Oxford, actually. Yes, sir. Um, I put in a floor in my guest room about 18 years ago, mm-hmm. mixed uh, maple, walnut, hickory, nice, man. Uh, had, it, had it sanded and a urethane finish put on it. And now in the last two years in the maple, I'm getting sawdust, little piles of sawdust uh. coming up out of the maple. And it doesn't seem to be coming from the ceiling above. I can't see anything there. And it, it actually builds up, you know, maybe a quarter inch, half inch high. Wow. And I can put my finger down in the hole. It's really fine. It's like talc.
2: I uh, they're my, critters. I,
0: I think you got a bug. Yeah, that sounds like critters to me. It sure does.
5: Well, are they gone? I mean, right. like it, it says like, like they're, they're
0: still eating. As long as there's <clears throat> um, food there, they're not going to leave uninvited. I, I, I think. I think you better call a um, a pest yeah, exterminator pest
2: guy. What it sounds like. I mean
0: Yeah, we've all everyone at this table has seen wood disintegrate from from everything from termites to yeah. you know
2: Well I know back in the day when we put the um, when we put the cedar, I guess that's what we were using, above the windows mm-hmm. outside, you know, that was the perfect look. Right. Well, it wasn't no time. We were getting quarter-inch holes burrowed through there like you used a, a drill. Right. They were perfect. <laughs> right. And they were, they were carpenter, carpenter bees. Carpenter bees, yeah. So I think you, I don't think you have a carpenter bee, but I think you have some sort of insect right. eating that. That just happens to prefer maple. Sure. You know.
1: Yeah. And they'll suck the life out of the wood. It'll, it'll look like it's still there, and then all of a sudden, collapse. And you're
0: right. You can put your finger right through it like paper. Yeah,
5: that's right. that was what, you know, there was a, a small hole, and when I stuck my index finger down, it broke it out. Wow! To be, uh you know, as big as my index finger.
0: Well, that's either a bug because it, it, the only other thing is rot, and but rot, yeah. what you, I think you would know there would be a lot oh, of yeah. discoloration. Well, and, and it's you know,
2: it's not going to discriminate.
0: You no, know, it's going, it's
2: going to get all of it. Yeah. No, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, this is a second floor mm-hmm. with a good roof. It's wow. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's interesting. I'd love to know the answer to that, uh, Scott. Yeah, let us know,
0: Mark. I mean, Mark. Uh, when you find out, let us know. It's That'd be great. To to but him up too, since there's no trace. <clears throat> right. Okay. Uh, one little. Uh, you know what? It's time for a break. Let's do that. We'll take our first break for the hour today. We're looking over little fixes and maintenances that you can keep out of uh, major situations down the road. If you've got something. Uh, in your house. Let us know what happened if something happened. Share your story as if you need uh, general home improvement advice. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to FixIt101 at mpbonline.org. Remember this number, 1.4 billion. All right? During the break, billion. Think about that. I'll tell you what it means to Mississippi right after. welcome back this is fix it 101 on MPB think radio there you go I'm Jason Klein here with uh, Dell Moore of affordable solution 601 and Jess Simmons from houseworks and uh, today we are we're uh, talking about uh, fixes in your home for the for the winter you know join the conversation this morning by calling 877. 877- mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 you remember you've got two contractors here on the house for free today that you can ask any question so give us a call 877 mpb ring another way to do that is to send us an email at fixit101 at mpbonline.org okay before the break we gave you the number 1.4 billion All right. Anybody, Mm -hmm. would either of you guys like to take a stab at what that might pertain to, guessing on the show that we're on, what that might be? It's not in my checking account. I know that. Okay. It's not my salary. All right. Well, it is, uh, according to the National Association of Home Builders, $1.4 billion is how much Mississippians spent as a state on home improvement. Wow. Yeah. The country, the entire country, spent uh, $196 billion billion gosh billion wow.
4: 196
0: billion 1.4 billion dollars on home improvement in Mississippi alone wow. and and you know it's funny Java gave me this and gave me the numbers and he said I don't know does that sound does that seem I'm right to you and he I said what do you mean and he <laughs> said I don't know that sounds like a lot And I'm like that doesn't sound like anything to me it just, I wonder, you know. wonder if that's with insurance too or just plain old home improvement right um,
1: well wow. that's so, got to be the total
0: Great. Right. Well, you know, in last week we talked about, uh, you know, some cosmetic and uh, necessity improvements. They didn't break the numbers down into those categories, but today we're looking at, you know, small things that could lead to big trouble if unchecked. And also a little later, I love this. We're going to walk you through installing a USB outlet in your home, like a regular electrical outlet with USB in it also. Number call is 877-MPB-RING. All right. Um. So a leaky faucet, here's one of these small problems that I think could just be enormous. If you turn off the faucet, but the water keeps dripping, pushing harder on the handle will <laughs> not solve this problem. <laughs> no. uh, uh, putting off uh, the fixed waste water and causes annoying drips. What it is, folks, there there are some parts in your faucet that are made of rubber. And over time, they just finally give out. They just wear You know, uh, and especially on faucets, I know in my shower, I've replaced the seats and and that sort of thing a couple of times, which means that all those rubber things have to completely make a perfect seal every time. And then you run uh, our hard southern water through that stuff and, you Mm -hmm. know, it eats it up. So anyway, uh, one of the things you want to look at, plus you can you can uh, spring a deeper leak. By delaying the repair, the 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 fix requires taking apart the faucet and replacing the washers. I mean, we're talking about the rubber things and the O-rings. Uh, but replacement kits are available at home centers. Uh, Starting at just a few bucks. And it's it's really cool. I got an email the other day. It says, hey, guys, enjoy the show. Just writing a response to the tub faucet letting water by someone sent us an email about just this problem. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, hey, I had one with the same problem earlier this year. Make sure the numbers on the replacement cartridge matches the one on the old one. Best thing to do here, folks, turn the water off, take the cartridge with you. Uh, worked a few hours on it this time, and finally saw the replacement was exactly the same, but you ready? One-eighth of an inch shorter mm. than the than the original that he had in there, and it made it darn near impossible for him to get that oh, wow. uh, faucet back in there. <clears throat> you know, that, that sounds like on purpose, doesn't it? It does. It does.
1: That's to make so, you buy yeah. a
2: new one. Well, you know, window <laughs> manufacturers are notorious for changing the check rail. Uh-huh. That's that's the middle bar. Right. On a on a window. Uh-huh. So I need a replacement bottom sash. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's a it's a half inch off from my other window now. Really? Now I can't do that because the manufacturer has changed the position of that check rail ever so slightly.
0: Man. Okay. So, so that's how they do that sort of thing. All right. We'll uh, we'll keep on moving. We've got uh we got Tabitha on the line. Uh, what's going on with your water pressure, Tabitha?
3: Well, we have we live in a place where we have a well, and we've never lived in a place with a well before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've lost water pressure, and we've done a couple things with we've replaced the filter on the house, and that didn't help. Um, we checked the pressure bladder, the pressure in the bladder tank, and it was low. It was like twenty two, twenty three. So we added more pressure to be uh, 28 pounds. That helped, it helped for just a minute. Um, we also do not hear the pump clicking on.
4: Mm. Now,
3: is that when the pump comes on, is it a noticeable clicking or sound that you will hear? It's pretty noticeable. You're, you definitely are going to notice it. Is that right?
0: I would hope
2: not. No, I mean uh, it, it's it's no bigger than a pool pump. Right. So you're really, unless you're now you're standing beside it, you're going to hear it. But uh, it's it's. I would assume that that pump's outside, isn't it?
3: Yes, I was referring to me standing next to the well. The yeah. No, the pump.
2: if you're standing next to it, sure you should hear it come on. It's a it's an electric motor. So. Okay. Uh, It's not going to be, you know, real loud, but if you're standing by it, sure. Picture it like a pool pump. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, we can't hear anything, and we're watching the meter on the house. It seems Mm. like something's coming on, but that obviously could be. Yeah, and
2: see, you know, it's probably 220. Maybe only 110 is is clicking in. Sounds like a problem to me. Now,
0: mm-hmm. Which okay. could be electrical. Uh, as you uh, just, again, mm-hmm. we're diagnosing this over the radio, and yeah. sometimes that can right. be a little difficult. That might be the first uh, thing to check if you decided, hey, I want to call somebody and figure this out. That yeah. would be the area yeah, um, to point to. Sure, that that would narrow it down. You can get an
2: electrician to your house for, you know, 100, 100 bucks or so. Um, okay. And um, I, I think that's where I would start. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes,
0: ma'am. Thanks, Tabitha. You know, I would love to have told her that she could have dealt with it herself, but that's a big electrical question, and I don't know unless yeah, you have experience with that.
2: Again, yeah, you know, I think we're getting up there on the hammer scale too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I David, don't know if
0: I would attempt that. Nah. Yeah. Uh,
2: and and I'm not even sure where that. I've never heard of that town. Really, Silver Peak? Was it? it was I reading that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where it is.
0: Yeah. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is is interesting. One of the things on the fix it before it gets worse, Mm -hmm. the gutters are clogged. I know this Ah. sounds ridiculous, folks, but but this could literally destroy your house. Okay, Leaves, twigs, nuts piled up, all kinds of stuff. During storms, this causes water to spill up over the top, which uh, in northern places, it can freeze. Uh, but here, what it does, it just pours water down onto your foundation, and there's your big issue. There's where the big thing happens. It,
2: that and that gutter gets clogged um, and heavy. It pulls. The what does water weigh? Seven pounds a gallon or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So, how many gallons is in a thirty-foot run of six-inch oh my
1: gutter? Gosh. <laughs> so. Hundreds of pounds, somebody smarter than me can figure the, uh, that out,
0: but that's, it's a lot of weight. Yeah. Simply cleaning the gutters once or twice a year keeps the water moving, and consider installing gutter guards. Yeah. Um, you know, you might want to try that, especially if you're one of those that might be kind of buried by trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Uh, one of the things, I got to, Adele. This is a question I want to give to you, Dell, because I think you've surely come across this. A lady, uh, uh, Karen, sent in an email. She says, it's time to repaint the outside of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I want to change the color scheme, is it better to paint the existing gutters, or are there different colored gutters to replace the old ones? Wow. If painting, If painting, should I take them down and spray them, or leave them up and use exterior paint that I use on the house? Oh, in other words, goodness. I guess the first question is, can you paint your gutters absolutely okay you know they get
1: painted over the years all right <laughs> you know a lot of time you know they are a lifetime product they shouldn't need any paint or nothing but you know people do it all the time just just for look so you can do that and the paint will stick do you need to do anything different well definitely you can use um um, majestic paint, something that's um, for metal, abundant metal paint. Right. Um, you just let your paint supplier know that you're going
0: to be painting gutters with this. And was that and something you would recommend, taking them down or taping them up? I, nah, nah. You're not going to do it? <laughs> leave yeah. them up? Yeah, I'm not leave taking them
1: down. seamless gutters? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You you might want to uh, reinstall them. You know,
0: get a, if you a take them down. You oh, do if you take them down, you're <laughs> liable to buy new. Yeah. All right, so do not take them down to paint them. And once you break that seal, that's it. Right. (laughs) You're going to call somebody. All right, folks, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. I have two contractors in the house this morning that are willing to answer your questions on the house, 877-672-7464. Or you can go to fixit101mpbonline.org. Send me an email, and I, I I can help you out there. All right, let's uh, go to the line. Kathleen's on the line. What's going on, Kathleen?
7: Uh, i got a couple of things uh, to help that lady with the pump. Okay. Um, A checklist, so to speak. (laughs) First, you have to call your Chamber of Commerce. Ask them if they have a rural water uh, systems uh, supervisor or bureau. They or someone they can recommend can do that work.
0: Which work? Remind us, Kathleen.
7: I'm going to give you a list. Okay. First, you have to check and see if the the bladder inside the pump is split or broke. Okay. Two, there's a a mechanism on the outside, and you can hear a click. It goes like that Uh when it goes on and off. Mm -hmm. They have a piston, sort of speak. I don't know the name of it, but I think they've actually got a spark plug. Jeff uh, Jeff was talking about the electrical, the new... This is the old kind, and they still make them, and a lot of houses still have them. You can check the uh, uh, spark plug, and there's a gauge. Now, this Mm -hmm. is important because that's what she said. She had the least amount of power. She has to look at that gauge and see what it reads, which varies in the size of the tank. So although each step is easy... There's so much involved. Uh-huh. An electrician can do it. Some plumbers can.
0: Have you uh, tried some... this, Kathleen? Yes. And how'd it go?
7: I had to call someone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good.
7: Good. I called. I, no, I, I've seen it done. I had done it initially, uh-huh. but it was just getting too much, and the um, the parts were. 26 miles from me. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I called in a, um, an individual uh-huh. who has a plumbing and a uh, electrical license. It could be as simple as changing the gauge. Right. Which I have seen done. I don't have any tools. I can't do that. But right. it's one little
3: gauge. Okay. So anyway. All right. Well, that, thank that you, may Kathleen. To start.
0: <clears throat> yes. Thank you very much. So, uh, Java, do we want to take that call or are we going to? Uh you're right. That's right. You know what? Um, we will be right back. That's right. It's time for another break. And if you want to join today's show, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we come back, we're going to walk you through installing USB outlets for your home. No phone charger? No problem. After this, you can plug in your phone into the wall. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. So if you want to make a call, it's 877-MPB-RING or 877 877- uh six seven two seven four six four. We have two contractors in house ready to answer your question. One of the things we wanted to talk about this week though, and I just I love it, this week's fix uh sounds all fancy because it involves USB ports and electricity, but it's uh this is really a fairly simple DIY project if you'll do it properly and safely. So here's the deal. There are only a few steps uh actually, Jeff, gimme how many hammers would you give into the, wait a second, you know what I'm going to stop this for just a second and uh, we had we had during the break you had mentioned gutters. yes and some yeah. geeked out numbers on this oh, yeah. before, before we talk about installing yeah. this outlet, I got to do this okay We have one of my nerd friends
2: has more time what? on his hands apparently. now we're going to base this statistic on 2.2 inches of rainfall per hour hmm which is possible. Or .023 gallons per minute Mm -hmm. on a 2,500-square-foot of roof area. All right, a 2,500-square-foot roof. Which is not a big Mm -hmm. house. All right. Okay? Remember, the roof is pitched. Right. Okay. Um, .023 gallons per minute Mm -hmm. per square-foot area of 2,500 square feet. Is 57.5 gallons per minute. 57 gallons a minute off your roof? So, consequently, the gutter system needs to be designed to handle up to 57.5 gallons of water per minute or 3,450 gallons per hour. Multiply that 57.5 gallons by 60 minutes. The answer is... Is
0: over ten tons of water, ten tons of water. Yep, that is amazing. I told you it was it was nerdy, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. But uh, gutters all of a sudden have a whole new meaning. Yeah, and in he, respect, he loves to tell me how smart he is as, right. as we're well, good talking. Good. So, all right. So we talked about we are going to uh, to to install some outlets. I'm going to do that in just a second. We're going to take the call from Suzanne right now in Hasburg. What's going on, Suzanne?
6: Hey, good morning. Good. Um When uh, when it rains really hard and mm-hmm. the ground is real saturated, there, there's one toilet in our house mm. toward the back of the house that doesn't flush. It'll move water around, but it won't really flush. It won't until, fall.
2: You know, wow. I guess. Are you on a?
6: So,
2: you're you're not on city sewer.
6: No.
2: You're on grinder or septi- a septic.
6: septic.
0: Wow. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, toilets. Aren't electric? They they work on gravity. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so you have field lines,
2: correct? Right. So the sprinklers come on, and once it fills up, the sprinklers come on. Correct?
6: No, I don't have any sprinklers. Hmm.
2: Huh. Wow. That I
6: know of. I don't well, know. Now the
7: other
2: everything it.
6: else works fine. Okay, so it is simply
2: and it is a septic tank. You know
0: for sure. Could there be a clog on just that one toilet from that outlet to the well, main? What bothers me she says when it when it rains
2: real heavy and the ground gets saturated, it won't flush
6: yeah, otherwise it works
2: normally otherwise it works fine
0: it must be discharging into it, the ground. Well you know that pipe is perforated right that's what I mean it um, must be discharging in the ground and there must be enough water to push up. <sighs>
2: That's crazy. Man. Yeah, you need to get somebody to come look at that.
1: I uh, need to run the camera down
0: that you might, you might need a plumber and a landscaper. That's above my pay grade. Yeah. Uh, uh, but definitely so, do, do so, call a plumber.
6: So if it's a field line, that somebody said before, oh, it's the field lines are too shallow, they're not deep enough that, or something.
2: That would sure make sense. You know, think about it. Because what you just said, when that ground gets saturated, it won't work, and that would that would sure make sense mm-hmm. if the field lines are too shallow.
4: Right.
6: Okay, how how big of a deal is it to fix something like that
2: field line? Oh, gosh. Um Suzanne, that, that's that's not even in my wheelhouse. It really isn't.
0: I I I don't mm-hmm. know. If uh if somebody listening has that, yeah. you know, in Is their-
1: that the same as just running a new line out? <clears throat> you know with, with with the correct fall? I would yeah. guess so. A bigger so. pipe. <sighs> Yeah, I
2: mean, you know, two,
1: two,
2: I just had someone put in a new septic tank at our cabin in the country, and eighteen. Um, I think you're calling I think you're calling a, uh, I think you're calling a, a septic tank
0: uh, company. I really do.
6: Okay,
1: right. Sorry. All
6: right. Thank
0: you. Sorry, Suzanne. If somebody uh, else knows an answer uh, better than the one that we had, please give us a call. We'd love to let Suzanne know what that is. All right. Uh, this week's fix uh, is those USB outlets. Okay, here's the deal. You select a USB-equipped power outlet. Now, that that even sounds complicated. It's not. Mm-hmm. Just go to the store. It looks like a regular outlet, except it has a couple of extra little holes in there mm-hmm. so that you can plug in a USB Mm-hmm. And you can charge now. These, honestly, folks, they don't make a lot of sense, uh, you know, down on the ground where your regular outlets are. But if you install them in places like the kitchen and things like that, where the where the outlets are up higher, uh, kitchen, bath, things like that, as long as they as long as they run through a GFI, that's fine. And um, but you plug in your, you can charge your tablets, phones, whatever you got. Just from the outlet, without having to have that extra little charge block thing mm-hmm. that I've lost a thousand times in my yeah. life.
2: Okay, you know, you know I put those in our new houses. Oh yeah, and, and we put them beside the bed uh-huh. in the master bedroom. Oh, that's a great thing uh, in mean, oral. Yeah, man, you just lay your phone right there. You you plug it in. You're good to go. Those things are about. Yeah. Forty some odd dollars. Well,
0: you know what? I was just going to say. I have I've recently seen. I used to. Uh, I've, I've purchased several of these, and they were in the twenty dollar range, like the Leviton, just standard kind of. Yeah. But um, if you you know if you look around, you can get them maybe a little bit cheaper. Of course, don't buy the cheapest thing on the market. Try to get something decent. It is just a fire, and it's, it's just your house. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what you want to do? Uh, just to start this whole thing. Okay. if you want to complete this, switch off the electricity. First thing you do before you do anything else. Good idea. Yeah, I and I walking in the room from the power's off. So anyway, uh, switch off the electricity. And this is not one, folks, where you want to try, hey, let's do this wall or that wall over here. You know, uh, switch off a good portion of electricity so that if you stick your hand inside of a wall outlet, nothing happens. Okay. So switch off the electricity. Best to do this in spring when it's not so cold or hot. Anyway, remove the existing wall plate. Now on an outlet, a standard outlet wall plate just has one little screw up front that's a regular slotted screw up front. You take that one screw out and that the plate that, that makes it look nice comes right off and you'll literally see a hole with the outlets up under there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, now make sure this is this is this is a big tip right here. Once you have that out, there are two screws holding the outlet the actual outlet into the wall, into the box. You pull those two screws out. They're on the top and the bottom of the outlet. You you pull those out. Now, what you're going to see are wires attached to this outlet in the back. First things first, before you do anything else, pull your phone out of your back pocket and take a picture of that. First things first. This is hard-learned experience, folks, from Jason right there. Take a picture of the back of the outlet. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, then all you have to do is remove those wires from the outlet. You say, how do you do that? That sounds really complicated. It is, there, are, there are four Phillips head screws on the sides of each of these outlets typically, right? So you can take a screwdriver, a handheld, not a power screwdriver, a handheld screwdriver and just back those screws out a little bit and the wires will come out. And then all you have to do is attach your outlet the same way, the same direction. Remember, uh, if your your outlet has the little uh, – you know how sometimes outlets look like a person saying, oh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If if your outlet is uh, facing one way or facing in the other, make sure to put it back the same way if you want those wires to be the same. Mm -hmm. So – You want to connect the wires you just took off to the same compatible place on the new outlet. All right, it's just take one off, put one on. Okay, once you do that, tighten those screws down real good. All right, Uh, that's uh, then you push it back into the hole, you take your two screws are usually on the outlet. They're already there, typically. Mm -hmm. The two screws you take, and you you put those in the top and bottom holes. It'll go right in. Then you take your face plate, go over the top of that. It will have two screws, top and bottom, and it'll go right in there, and you will now have completely different outlets. That's right. Now, another
2: good thing about this, what what you just Mm -hmm. described, Mm -hmm. um, your children can't come in there and take your phone charger anymore. No, they can't,
0: because it's now the 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 house. Hey, can I borrow the phone charger? No. No, you can't. Literally, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to the phone real quick. Crystal, am I right, Crystal, on the line? Crystal, what's going on? Hey, Jason.
6: Um, I actually just had the same septic problem that your previous caller had. Oh,
0: good. Let nice. us know. Well, our septic tank was
6: over 25 years old so there's no sprinkler system and the toilet started backing up when it rained we initially got the tank pumped out it had never been pumped out and then the drainage problem cleared up for three or four months but then when it started raining it would back up again so what we found was that the landscaping, the trees, the camellia bushes, all that sort of stuff had grown so mm-hmm. much bigger over the years that the roots Ruin. infiltrated the field line. Yep, yep. So we we actually live in the country and have a backhoe. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I dug it up and sliced the line out of the tank and ran a new 100-foot field line, and we don't have the drainage problem anymore. I
0: got you. That uh, sound makes sense yes that is yeah. fantastic crystal because that is almost identical to the problem that uh, that Suzanne called about mm-hmm. right right
6: right it is and it and it' only noticed it happening when it rained mm-hmm. and we we live on high ground so drainage out of the yard was not an issue and it wasn't that the field line was not deep enough, it's just that your your landscaping over the years encroaches on what used to be their property. Right.
0: right. And it's not just that field line. That's any plumbing that one sure. would have near their home or you know No, that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. I appreciate it. That's right on target. That's what we were looking All
6: right. for. Well you can get someone to pump it out for around three hundred dollars, so I would start oh. there.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Crystal. All right, let's move along to uh, Gerald. What's going on, Gerald?
4: Uh, Good morning. Good morning, sir. I'm having problems with keeping uh, uh, paint on my uh, patio and my carport. Mm -hmm. And what I need to do, I want to paint the carport. With some paint where I can drive in and out, and it'll stay on the concrete. I want to cover some advice on what to put on your patio mm-hmm. uh, to do deal with that.
0: All right, I you know that's funny. These two guys <laughs> both have done this stuff before. As a matter of fact, I saw uh, Jeff where you had a painted you painted your garage. Didn't yeah,
2: you? yeah, yeah.
0: Um, the first thing I'm well, it's in the carport. Did you, it's uh, in a carport, which means it's weather instead of, like, a, a garage yeah, doesn't have weather. Um, they make
1: the kit, though.
0: They do. Um, do they make a kit to paint the garage or yes, carport? Yeah.
1: Yes, well, and the, it doesn't uh, fail. I mean, it's yeah,
2: the first thing I'm going to want to do is take a piece of visqueen, about two foot square, tape it to the concrete See, I just don't know if this is going to work if it's outside. Uh, if it was inside, I, I, I take my two foot square, tape it down to the my garage floor. Mm-hmm. If it's sweating, then that's a whole new ball game
0: because there's no visqueen under the concrete. But I just thought about something. This is a carport. That's a different type of concrete that they put down. Yeah. Typically, it's just a it's pad. Out, it's
2: outside, right? Yeah, you, you're going to need some epoxy paint for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. The um
2: kit. yeah you get that kit and it's that, gonna have to stick and i'm still not sure i mean it's going to be acid washed and dry um and silver coats mm-hmm. and um and put the epoxy paint on it it's going to be a two-part mix um seal it shelf life on that stuff's going to be a couple hours and um yeah. but it can be done i mean it's where i would try gerald okay. have you already tried something like that
0: before
4: uh, no, I just uh, I had a couple guys come in and paint it for me,
2: but it mm-hmm. always uh, way out. Yeah, it come people. up, sure. Yeah, it didn't yeah. stick. It didn't stick. Right.
1: <laughs> Is there a printer well, of mean, some sort? He's gonna need that kit, and everything comes in the kit. And it'll show you uh, everything that you need for to make your garage uh, floor
2: paintable. Yeah, plus, where plus, you can drive
1: on it. Plus, right. acid wash it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's industrial paint. I mean, it's it's strong stuff.
0: Okay.
6: All what right.
4: About, what What about my uh, patio cover? Uh, it's it's, it's, it's they both connected, and what I need is uh, a patio tile or uh, something that go over that, and it's directly in the sunlight mostly all day, and it catches all of the rain and everything.
2: I'm probably going to look at a brick paver for that. It's it's exposed, so I'm going to look at a brick
0: paver instead of paint.
2: Oh, right. sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do the it, thing do
0: is, it. just like the front door, I mean, if it's going to have, first of all, anything painted that has sun all day is eventually going to fade, and uh, and sun and rain is going to make paint crack. That's what sun and rain does to paint. So.
4: Mm-hmm
0: so I need a brick pavers you can buy pavers fairly cheap yeah. uh, at home stores
4: uh-huh
0: and and use that yeah call your brick yard go to the
2: big box stores um, you're going to mix up you know mortar just like you would if you're bricking your home and mm-hmm. uh you're going you're going to lay the pavers on your existing patio just okay. just be certain that you have fall away from your house don't Drive the water to the house. Drive it away from the house.
4: Okay. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right, folks. The number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's time for our last break. Uh, you still have time to get your home improvement questions answered this morning, so call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 877- 672 7464. Remember, we have two contractors here on the house who will answer your questions free. So you can even send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. This is Jason Klein here with Contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. So, folks, uh, we were talking during during our break Uh, A couple of folks have called in today to uh, mention things that have happened to them. One of the things I think is funny is this: the septic issue uh, has has come up before. Uh, One person called in and made the comment that one should check for broken uh, pipes uh, from the toilet. Right there, yeah. Broken pipes from the toilet could be. Another caller called in and said snakes can clog up your septic pipes, which mean a snake could get into your house house (laughs) in a particular place that would make you never want to sit down again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, snakes we're going to leave that one there Ryan? so that the yeah. nightmares will stop now. Right. That, yeah, snakes.
5: If, if you look it up on YouTube, they've had those reports. <laughs> of know, snakes coming a, through the toilet? Snakes coming yeah. through the toilet. Man, that's that's why they tell you don't... Um. We don't like
0: talking about that because then you have to think that it might actually be real and then no one will ever go to the restroom. Well,
5: yet. I know we are messing right. some people up, but <laughs> oh, you have know no. those, you those, those uh, pit snakes and some people, they just release them like next to water. Right.
2: They
0: get into the
5: sewer and next thing you know, they come up in somebody's house.
2: There's... Uh, Uh, There's people right now that aren't going to sleep
0: good because of Jason. Right. (laughs) Just look before you go. That wouldn't be the first time. All right, (laughs) we got an email here. Uh, All right, hey there, guys. My property border cinder block wall, all right, this guy's got a uh, cinder block wall, is being pushed over by parasol tree roots. Mm. Uh, I'm excavating the roots uh, to uh, cut down the trees and remove pressure on the wall, which is leaning as much as 13 degrees. Once the roots are removed, how do I move the wall back to plumb, or do I tear it down that section of the wall and just start over?
2: What, what's the wall made out of? Cinder, cinder block? block. Yeah.
1: Mm, you might have to restart I, over. I don't think you're going to move it without breaking it.
6: Yeah,
1: yeah that's
2: I true. Don't, I don't think you are.
1: Yeah,
6: because um, a
2: cinder block's pretty. It, it's not real hardy. No, you know? it's it's good for what it's used for. Right. When when you put pressure directly on. Set your cinder block down and put pressure directly on top of that cinder block. It does its job. Right. When you turn that cinder block over and and put pressure on those sides, right. It's not designed for that. Right. So you're going to start pushing on the side. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to break it. But
1: yeah, even if he tried to distribute the the mold out with a four by fours or something, still. A and good you know, chance of cracking that wall.
0: Yeah, well, and you know it wouldn't take long because it is cinder block uh, it, this, it, to take a, a good sledge to it, and you can knock this thing down. And it should be yeah. not not anything. You
2: well, know? I mean, it's a, he's got something digging up. Tree roots. You can
0: just push it over. Yeah, yeah he's probably got. If a it's got an excavator, backhoe, or a trackhoe yeah, or Something. Right. Just knock it take over.
1: This section down and, and restore it.
0: Right. And luckily, you know, uh, cinder blocks are just square, so it didn't take that long to uh, get back to looking normal. So, all right, uh, that was fantastic. It was a great show. Yeah, I learned how to do show. the USB outlets. I've done that before in my home, yeah, folks. I'm telling you, that is it, worth it.
2: It makes sense. It really does. You know, stick one in the bedroom, stick one in the kitchen, mm-hmm. around the kitchen island. Yeah, they're cool. Um,
0: All right, well, it is. Uh, it's, uh, we're going to go ahead and wipe up, right? We're done. I'm looking for it. I think we're done. We are done. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Delmore Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, with Michelle McAdoo, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.